Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share, drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back. And we are moving into week five of our quarantine series. Crazy, right? Seriously. Um, But as usual, um, we want to start off with our drinks. Jerome, what are you drinking this week? Um, I'm drinking something uh, from a Tavor shipment. Uh, It's from Black Project uh, Brewery. Their slogan is Spontaneous and Wild Ales. Nice. Um, I'm drinking the Magic Lantern, which is a sour wheat ale with passion fruit, blood orange, and guava. Um, it's a 3.6 alcohol content, but I gotta say, like, how strong the flavor is and, like, how sour it is, mm. it feels like almost like a 6 or 7%, but it's mm. only 3. But um, definitely got a very sour palate. Uh, enjoying this, as I was just talking to Jesse before this, that I just had a whole bunch of Costco food, and <laughs> I need something that'll just kind of clean the palate with yeah. a lot of oily, greasy stuff. Yeah. Um, so what about you? What are you drinking? Yeah, um, I actually am not drinking one from Tavor. Uh, this is one I actually picked up again this week from Boomtown. Um, they mm. dropped a new hazy. Um, nice. It's, it's funny. They called it a stir crazy. So <laughs> it's a hazy IPA. It's uh, in a 16-ounce can. It's 7% ABV. And uh, yeah, um, it's, I mean, uh, I think we've talked enough about hazies, and it's, it's another solid one. Um, yeah. Not much, like specific to say about it it's enjoyable it's easy to drink um and it it definitely is uh filling so it's a good one um but i think i think next week i'll probably have to bring out a a tavor one since i am expecting a a shipment (laughs) to come in so i have quite a few um that that i'll probably be drinking yeah it's kind of funny because i've been routinely checking up on the tavor notifications and it Mm -hmm. seems like more often things are getting out of stock like people are probably hmm. just also stir crazy at home just need more beer right. usually like they at least each one that comes out at least sits for a couple days but mm-hmm. i go back and check i'm like dang it i don't have anything to build up my <laughs> shipment with anymore you gotta like yeah. be a little quicker on the draw right yeah seriously i feel like i feel like before we we had some leisurely time to like yeah. sit and think about it like oh do i want to add this to my crate or not right but it seems like now it's like it's going very very quick and they're actually like i feel like they're also featuring more rapidly too maybe because they're selling seems out so, yeah uh, I, I get the notifications like a lot more frequently than i remember so yeah yeah but um yeah jesse like you said week five it's been basically a month and change now um man it's still, I mean, it's, it's normal, but still surreal at times, I think. Mm-hmm. We both can agree. Um, anything new for you this past week? Uh, how's work? Is, any uh, updates you want to give? Yeah, um, not really any major updates. Um, work's been okay. Um, I actually stayed home to work from home uh, a little bit this week because um, I was having a bit of a like stomach uh, stuff. Um, mm. So I was, a li- I was like, ah, I might as well just stay home and... and I mean, I was still pretty productive at home. I had, like, meetings and stuff, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And then I think I've been just, like, physically tired this week. I don't know if, you know, if, if people have been tracking. Like, I think maybe I've just been, um, maybe it's, like, the delayed, like, stress catching up with me that I'm, right. like, super tired. But otherwise, I'm okay. Um, yeah, uh, I think I've fallen into a new routine um, with how things are going and yeah. especially um food wise like i've i have some consistent like small businesses that i'm supporting now that mm. are like sporadic throughout the week so um yeah it, it feels like you know i i am selling into what seems like will be the at least the immediate future um, but it's, it's not bad what about you yeah kind of the same um no real updates like work wise or it's all still been pretty busy and kind of just yeah just falling more into a routine of you know certain nights have things to do like with our like church related stuff or um Mm -hmm. facetiming with a couple buddies like you know every few weeks and stuff so it's been it's been good um 
finding things that I tend to want to do during my free nights and free, you know, weekends and stuff. So, right. Yeah, like it's, I got to say, man, every passing week, the weeks seem to go by faster. Um, mm. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, and it's kind of funny. Uh, we, we went to uh, drop off a couple things and kind of do a trading exchange with, uh, Yijin's uh, family um, who lives about like half an hour away and it's like the furthest we drove in in a month basically right uh, and then that that itself is weird but then mm-hmm. when I got to their house we didn't like we kind of did some social distancing talking you know mm-hmm. and even then it was weird as like what the heck like talking to somebody <laughs> in real life was you know I I think we just, I just, yeah, took it for granted. Like, whoa, this is, is not normal anymore, you know? Like, yeah. But, um, I mean, it's a good, it's, it's like one of those things where, okay, let's have, we have to keep our mindset that this is not forever. Let's stick Mm -hmm. it out. And hopefully once this is all over, we can go back with a greater appreciation for quote unquote normal life. Right. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah, just, uh, just going with it, man. Not, nothing too much new. Yeah, true. That's good, man. Uh, work's been pretty busy still for you. Um, I know you said mm-hmm. you mentioned the last couple of weeks that your work has been ramping up to support a lot of like healthcare places with with this whole pandemic. So, how's that been? Yeah, no, that's exactly it. More projects, even just this past week, um, related to the whole pandemic, and yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think for sure the the urgency of it is um, like it makes me want to kind of drop everything and help out on these certain types of projects. Um, I know it's nothing close to what you guys are doing on the front lines of uh, like on the field and all that, but um, there is a sense of like, oh man, it's I, I'm very happy that what I'm doing can help this whole situation, even if a little bit, you know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been it's been. F- Fun is a kind of a weird way to put it, but it's been uh, it's been good. It's been good. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I know you mentioned like finding stuff to do, and I think that segues us right nicely into our 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 topic this week, which is games. Um, You know, I think I'm going to take the the lead on introducing this one since uh, it's a little near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is our our fifth week of um, picking categories and and finding um, things that we have uh, been involved in um, or things that we like. Um, So the last few weeks, you know, we've covered movies, shows, music. Mm -hmm. Um, And this week we're covering games. Um, We want to, you know, talk about our own, um, you know, you know, we've had a couple sessions on this, but mm-hmm. we wanted to dive in a little bit and see, like, what is, you know, are we currently playing any games or what are we playing? And hopefully it can provide some recommendations for you guys um, who are listening to maybe try video games for the first time or just check some out. Yeah, definitely. Have you uh, you been playing a lot during this quarantine? Yeah, I, I think... I think almost every day um, after work, I play at least a little bit. Um, I find that it's been a helpful like way to unwind. Um, yeah, uh, it's been it's been a helpful way to unwind for me. And um, so, it, you know, I don't think I play as many hours during the week. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm just I usually bounce it between like shows and stuff too. Yeah. Um, but. Or like movies on Netflix or whatever, but I do I do play maybe like an hour or two like a day um, mm-hmm. when I'm home um, during the work week, and then weekends usually a little bit more just because it's you know it's the weekend. Yeah. So, what do about you, f- you? Do you do you find that like during quarantine, video games is a good way to like uh, keep in touch with some of your friends? It actually has been. I feel like it actually has been more than than usual mm. um, i think because more people are playing right now and also right, more people are right. home so like uh, some of my friends are like almost playing like every other day um, mm. which they would hardly have played as much before yeah, yeah so you know whereas before i would play like you know sometimes i would play alone with you know even if it was like a multiplayer game or whatever i would play alone um but lately i've been like 
you know, hopping on like Discord and and chatting with people and playing with with like a bunch of people. Right. So I think it's been different. It's been good. Um, it's it's been a little bit more fun, I would say, because it's you know it's people that I actually know um, versus just like playing with strangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's been an interesting change since this uh, during the season. Yeah, I mean, as we've discussed before on other podcast episodes, like. I, I personally don't really play many games where I'm um, like multiplayer across the web. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, when I heard like all these people playing games and you know jumping back into like League of Legends or Dota or, right. or CS, I'm like, I can I can really see how video games can like support friendships during this time. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm you know I, I don't know if I'm there yet where I need it, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, personally, um, yeah, I actually have not been playing too many games during huh. quarantine. Um, okay. I think during the start of quarantine, um, I finished uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy, the, the newest one. Um, oh, nice. I had already started it, like, before quarantine. So it was kind of like I just had a couple, you know, weekend weekend afternoons and just yeah. kind of cranked it out. Um, uh our old guest Vince uh, let me oh, borrow nice. um, Call of Duty uh, World oh, War Two. Okay, um, and uh, it's I've been playing it, but like, I feel like with war games, like war gun games, yeah, like when you play the campaign, it's very heavy. Like it's it's very it's like <laughs> you. It doesn't. It's not like a like a um, typical like fiction type of shoot 'em up game, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's a very, uh, it's not quite as, it's wholesome, but not, I don't know how to put it. It's, yeah. it's a little weird. Um, so I've well, been playing like every so often. Yeah. Especially since it's based off of real like war. Yeah, right? So you're kind of following along that narrative and yeah, I'm sure that, that makes the realism a little harder to, yeah. like, to, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I kind of know what you mean. Like it's, yeah. it's weighty, right? Yeah, so I've honestly only been playing maybe like an hour a week of video games, if that. Okay. Um, the truth is, like, I've been really wanting to get Resident Evil 3 remake that just came out. Ooh, okay. One thing, it's $60, um, mm. which is a lot. And two, what I heard is that, like, it's not worth it. Hmm. Um, it's like a really short game, apparently. Hmm. And... I don't know. What I loved about Resident Evil 2 remake was you could just kind of take your time with it. Um, yeah. But I heard like some people finished it in like three hours what or like heck? three to five hours. I'm just like, dude, that's like, that's like a weekend uh, in yeah. quarantine. You know, so I'm like, I don't yeah. know if I want to pay $60 for that. Yeah, so yeah. if, if I had that, I would definitely be playing it. Um, so I'm just kind of waiting for the right game to come right now. Hmm. Um, so yeah, not really doing too much of that right now. Okay, you never really like got into like Final Fantasy games, then, huh? Dude, the new one just came out, didn't it? The, well, the remake. Yeah, the remake for Final Fantasy Seven. I, I never played it before. Huh. Okay. So I don't know. You recommend it? Um, I mean, I, I, I do like Final Fantasy games a lot, and I mm-hmm. think, like. The remake for Seven was a highly anticipated remake. Um, it looks good um, from what I've seen. Um, it looks fun and like right. still challenging enough. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's your style of game though. You know, maybe I gotta watch some like gameplay videos and see <laughs> if I can bear it. Yeah, true. Yeah, so I'm um, I'm actually curious. Like, just in your um, in in your life, like what. What games have you like been able to put the most hours in overall? Like, what what games right. have really stuck it for you? Where you hmm. actually like spent a lot of time on it, like either replaying it or it, or just like you know, if it was, yeah, I know yeah. you say you don't really play many online games, but what 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 game have you plugged like countless hours into? Right, um, shoot, I probably the the most quantifiable hours. Probably just NBA 2K um, okay. 19, I guess, um, the, the one I've had on PS4. Um, but 2K in general because of like playing with college roommates and stuff in the past. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's one of those things like where you just kind of it becomes routine. Like, hey, let's play a game, or if yeah. I'm playing by myself, like advancing the the career. So I, I played through like four seasons of my career. Um, you know, wow. playing every single game. Um, so that you know that definitely takes a lot of time. Um, yeah. Uh, I know as a kid, I was playing um, like StarCraft Brood War a lot, mm-hmm. um, not both the campaigns, but as well as uh, a lot of those uh, fun campaign games. Uh, like, I don't know if you heard of Evolves. Does that ring a bell for you? Hmm. Uh, I don't think so, actually. There's like Evolves and like Sunken D. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. E- Sunken D is like the obvious like uh, t- turret. Uh, like tower defense yeah tower defense evolves is the one where like you everyone starts off in their respective bases and corners with uh two pylons or two um ships that breed or produce the base uh unit and then as Uh you accrue more kills your units get upgraded so like oh. it's really I mean it's one of those like super addicting games. Um Yeah, yeah. So I mean just as a kid, just like every afternoon after school would like want to play it and stuff. Um that's really fun. Yeah. Um definitely I play, I replayed the Bioshock games, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Um probably two K and StarCraft are the ones that I've like played over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh man, um, there's been quite sure a handful. A bunch. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there's been quite a handful. Um, I think the first one that I played a lot when I was um, when I was younger was probably Diablo two. Um, mm. I don't know how many hours of that I put into it, but definitely a lot. Um, I, I think that was like the main game I was playing until actually. Um, I was able to get a hold of uh, Counter-Strike. Um, then I put uh, quite a bit of hours into Counter-Strike. Hmm. Um, and then the next big game that I probably put a lot of time into from middle school into high school into beginning of college um, was Dota 2. Um, or sorry, hmm. Dota. Um, I was like, Dota 2? Wait, that's the current one. Dota, because um, that was the super popular um, custom game on Warcraft 3. Um, and it was basically the birth of the MOBA genre. Um, mm. And yeah, um, I played a lot of that with my friends. Um, so that was, that was huge. But then that led into the other big MOBA, which is League of Legends. And I've, uh. I, I do think I've actually um, like looked up how much time I'm actually going to look it up right now. Um, oh, Cause I've like, uh, yeah, it, it it's kind of a it's kind of a surprising and maybe not not too bad. Um, I think I'm <laughs> surprised I'm not as bad as like um, other people. But so like I'm looking on the website, it's wastedonlol.gg or wol.gg. Uh-huh. Apparently, the number one person who wasted the most time on lol has played 544 days worth of time. Jeez. Like, this is not, like, days, like, number of days. This is, like, sheer game time worth of days. And that's insane. So, you know, I I looked mine up, and it doesn't seem as bad, but I don't know how fully accurate it is. Mm. Um, I've spent um, 26,000 minutes, uh, which equates Mm. to 437 hours and ultimately 18 days. Hmm. I feel like that's actually, like, low-balled, because I've been playing since... Like the game pretty much came out. Right. Um, uh, so I don't know. Um, but I've also at the same time put a lot of hours into Diablo 3. Um, mm-hmm. I know I put like like hundreds of hours on that too, just because it was like easily replayable. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, those have been like my top ones for sure. Yeah. Question about Diablo 3. Um, I, I've been recently looking up games that are good for co-op like have you ever played diablo 3 uh at least i i don't know like the campaign with uh, a co-op um style i guess well so i think what you're talking about might be more like console based um because there Mm. actually is a different experience on the console versus the like just on pc oh yeah so on pc like you know 
I, I definitely played like through the campaign. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes like my buddy and like in, initially my buddy and I, I think ran through it together, um, mm-hmm. ran through the campaign together. Um, but, you know, because we're on individual like um, computers, like mm-hmm. we're not like we can kind of like explore further from each other if we need to. Right, right. Whereas on a console, like you're you're sharing the screen together. So you can only go so far apart from each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, I, I mean, I've seen console play before. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. 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 I, I've been curious because uh, I think I've mentioned to you, like, trying to find games that are, like, good for, you know, husband and wife to just play, you know, on a quarantine evening. <laughs> but I don't know if Diablo 3 is a good choice for that. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Diablo Three is still around. They're still you know making content, but it's it's definitely on like maintenance mode where they're mm. you know pushing out like content to kind of keep seasons fresh, which is like these rotating like um, periods where people can like essentially climb a ladder for the season. Right. Right. But um, but yeah, I think a lot of efforts being diverted towards Diablo Four. <laughs> so mm. okay, for sure. Yeah, um, I know. I know. I play a lot of games, and I actually do watch a lot of like streams or like people like playing games too. Um, do you watch, um, or even as a kid, did you watch like your friends play, or were you mostly just like another player like with them? Right. Um, you know, I think I probably got into video games as a concept because of watching my older cousins play. A lot um, playing things like Resident Evil, Mario, um, uh, the House of the Dead, you know, Silent Hill. Um, that's kind of where my horror game, uh, like, I guess, affinity kind of came from. Just like having so much fun watching them play, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, there's definitely part of that where um, watching someone play through, especially those type of like adventure games definitely is mm-hmm. a lot of fun um mm-hmm. i i know a lot of people like watching people like uh pros compete right like um mm-hmm. live streaming and stuff that's that's actually something i haven't been able to ever get in probably because i don't play those games um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the one i guess streaming type of thing um are those uh what is it speed runs <laughs> um, oh yeah yeah, I watched a couple Resident Evil Two speedruns just because you know I I, beat, I played through it and then I just wanted to I, I mean quite honestly just came up on my YouTube uh, recommendations like oh what the heck like this guy beat it in forty five minutes that's crazy you know um, yeah, yeah so stuff like that um, yeah not really watching too much like online per se um, but I. I think something I do miss is like having group or I guess even a small group of people and kind of playing together in a one player mm-hmm. game, like whether mm. it's taking turns. Like I did that once with Resident Evil 2 at, at a friend's house. And mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Like probably I do have some nostalgic feelings from that because of my cousins, but um, mm. not not nearly as uh often anymore um i'm sure okay. y- you probably watch a lot of streaming but uh do you, do you also tend to watch people play like in person too yeah so i was thinking about that and i i realized it actually goes way back to middle school for me um mm. i i had i had a good buddy who i would uh, spend a lot of time at his place and he was basically playing th- just playing through final fantasy 10 um oh. and i think i just like sat and watched him play through it like um you know i i think i would like occasionally like coach him through like some or like like help him see like some things that he might have missed but um for the most part i was just like watching him um uh, and i realized like there are some things that i enjoy about spectating um or at least like spectating slash coaching um eight or in those cases but um, you know, some games obviously like are are best played like firsthand. Um, but I think some games like those where it's like uh, yeah, like first person or like adventure. Like I don't I don't mind watching someone just play through it. You know. Yeah. Um, 
I think nowadays, like, or especially lately, I have watched like a lot of people stream. So either either pros or just like popular streamers or just um, yeah, a mix of both, mm-hmm. um, or even like um, some like just l- underground like or low viewership streamers too who just have good personalities. Um, I definitely have my like variety of people that I I watch. Yeah, um, playing a multi- multiple like. You know, multiple kinds of games. Um, yeah, so I, I I typically balance like my personal gaming with like the gaming that I watch too. Um, right. So not just like games that I play on my own, but just games that I either am looking forward to and don't like have it yet, or um, or just people who are playing the same games and I just want to like either be entertained or like learn. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Um, and I'm sure like going to the esports and Blizz, blizzcon stuff like mm-hmm. there's a lot of watching there uh, spectating um i'm curious that when you after going to like blizzcon to watch those in person does that mm-hmm. make watching it like online at home more exciting at all i think it's it's it still has its excitement mm. um but i would say it's the same it's the same difference of like like just other sports you know when you're sure, watching a basketball sure. game live versus at home you know um when you're watching it live like you're you're the hype is much higher because yeah. of the crowd and and just the atmosphere and especially you know just like in a sports arena like when you're when you're at an esports arena people are there to watch the game you know like right they're especially you know, I feel like in even in regular sports, there's probably like people who are just there to hang out. You know, um, I know that's the case for me with like baseball. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, um, but for esports, like very for the most part, like if they're sitting there to watch an esport, like they're there to actually like watch mm. it. You know, like um, yeah. So I think that's a that's a pretty. So I think watching it at home is is definitely a little bit different. Like. Mm. Um, but they do a pretty good job of like presenting that same hype. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, yeah, I think it's still good. Um, uh, but I think for me, I don't watch as many competitions from home as I, as mm. I used to. I mostly just watch like individual streamers now. Um, gotcha. yeah. yeah. Just entertaining personalities, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, so you know, we were kind of talking about the the fun parts of you know this whole quarantine days uh, superlatives types of <laughs> games mm-hmm. that we play. But um, with video games, we were I think just kind of thinking we should just go through like a top five rankings kind of thing mm-hmm. instead, since you know superlatives are like I think Jesse, you were mentioning how yeah, if you end up playing like ten video games like a month. It's kind of easier mm-hmm. to say like, "Hey, this falls into this category," but yeah, I, I totally agree. It's like, "Hey, let's just let's just throw them out there." <laughs> um, yeah. So what we're gonna do is just uh, we both of us have chosen um, top five just favorite individual video games that we played, um, and we're just gonna alternate, share what they are, and um, you know, give a quick spiel on why we love them and uh maybe mm-hmm. our experience with it so um jesse you want to start yeah. it off yeah so i mentioned it once already um it's actually final fantasy 7 um it's mm. my first one i'm none i don't think i have any particular order for these um it's just what came into my mind for sure um, final fantasy 7 i would say is one of the like I, I put it up there because it's one of the few solo games like like it's not a multiplayer game it's a single player game that i've actually f- started and finished um oh. on my own yeah um and put like a good number of time into it so part of it is because the story is really good um another part is obviously the gameplay too mm-hmm. um but final fantasy 7 is one that i i have really liked and probably what made me a really big fan of the the genre the final fantasy genre and yeah. how they tell stories and stuff um and you know, I haven't. I don't have a console to play the new one, the remake. Um, but I have watched some, like some streams and some people playing it. And it looks good. Um, it looks really awesome. Um, I think they do add a couple extra elements into it, um, story wise and gameplay wise, that are interesting. Um, 
so I, I don't know. Like like I like I told you, like I I don't know if this is your style of game, but it's 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 a near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What about you? What's your What's your first pick? Uh, also mentioned this earlier too. Um, Starcraft, uh, the mostly the original and the expansion um, Brood War. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of throwback to the BlizzCon episode that we did where. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of shared my love of the whole universe for StarCraft, like, as a kid. Like, um, probably the most um, influential game, or at least a, a game universe for me, where, like, I would want to, like, read the books about it, um, mm-hmm. want to, you know, almost imagine new characters, like, kind of evolve forms of characters and stuff. So, um, mm-hmm. you know obviously when you're a kid you kind of want to be creative with all that stuff so yeah definitely played a lot of those mini games like evolves and sunken dealy i even mm-hmm. uh i don't know if you knew you ever did this but like starcraft has a, a map editor where you can create your own um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah games and i i would do a whole bunch of them like some i would spend hours just like doing some stupid ones like i did a uh <laughs> like a fast food fight thing where like protons <laughs> nice. were like mcdonald or no zerg were <laughs> mcdonald's because i thought they were you know mcdonald's was trashy back then uh <laughs> protoss is like in and out and then burger king was terrible something stupid and then yeah yeah i just did a whole bunch of i mean i just I, I felt like it was a perfect game for uh like someone who's seeking that fantasy element yeah yeah so yeah man i mean to this day starcraft definitely uh well Maybe not to this day, but up to this point, StarCraft is probably the yeah. mo- the one that hits that that bone the most. So, um, yeah. Okay. How about you? Number two. Number two for me um, is another Blizzard one. It's Diablo two. Um, ah. Yeah, I have I put so many hours into Diablo two, um, especially when the expansion came out, Lord of Destruction. Like um, both, well, you know, both Diablo two and Diablo three. I there is so much replayability there. Um, yeah. Where where you're either like making a new character, like trying different builds or things like that, um, you know, trying to go through the story on like different difficulty settings, um, and yeah, just playing with people online. Um, yeah. So I think both Diablo two slash Diablo three like um, have been up there for me. Um, so I'm definitely hopeful for Diablo four whenever it comes out. Um, playing the demo, um, definitely got me excited. Um, I mean, it was super early, so, um, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that will be super exciting when they announce, but Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I think that one has always been a like high replayability for me. Um, so I, I, and it's, it's gone back for me. I want to say at least, for sure at least 15 years if not like maybe close to 20 years now yeah so yeah what about you uh for my second one i'm gonna say resident evil 2 also mentioned Mm. quite a few times at this point um yeah yeah no this i think um the more i think about why like obviously it's a very beautiful remake game and of course i'm talking about the remake not the uh original resident evil 2 um but you know I mentioned how it has some nostalgia because of like watching my cousins play it in the past. I actually never really played any of the original Resident Evil um, uh, games at all. So it's kind of interesting because while we obviously look back now and look at those graphics and we're like, oh, dude, that looks so terrible, like blocky, Mm -hmm. not scary at all. But (laughs) back then, like, it was scary because that's all we had right yeah. so it's funny because now that i'm playing resident evil 2 remake that's way done way better more modern more scary the feelings i get from playing that are nostalgia from how i felt as a kid back then right mm. so um, interesting so yeah. because you're actually like like your the graphics are actually like good and yeah it, you don't have to like imagine it like you did as a kid it just like shows you right yeah yeah so um, in that sense or no yeah you're you're totally right um i think every time resident evil like news comes out talking about new remakes or new you know things about it coming out it definitely hits a very yeah that nostalgic bone and mm-hmm. um so you know what as i'm talking about this more i'm like maybe i should just get 
Resident Evil 3, even though it's only going to take me three hours, I, I just want to play, play it. it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, for man. Sure. It's, uh, it's Resident Evil 2 for me on my second spot. What's your third? For me, my third um, is League of Legends. Um, mm. I played a ton of it when it was out, and then, uh, especially when I was playing with a lot of people, and then I took a hiatus um, for a little bit, and just recently, I actually got back into it again, um, probably like maybe six months ago now. Um, so the fact that it's it's a game that's only been around since like I think for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, maybe eleven. I think maybe eleven years. Um, it's only been around yeah it hasn't been around that long and it um you know it's a it's an independent company um and the fact that they were able to take so much of my time in the last 10 years is is impressive um so i think yeah there's so much replayability for that um part of it is also like i've i've put money into it too like you know unlocking things or whatever um just when i was when it was early on and i have like basically well, I know I have every champion unlocked, um, which is pretty impressive now that I think about it, because there's mm. like 130 or something like that. Oh, um, and like, you know, I think because of how old my account is, it's actually like probably worth some money um, oh, if man. I wanted to like actually sell it. But I think because it strikes so much of that nostalgic factor for me, like I I probably will never get to that point of selling it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's it's a fun one. Um, I think some of my friends we we just got together to like um, basically rebuild our like team um, mm. that we were playing with back then. So we we played a game earlier this week and it was super fun. Um, so I think nice. we might try and get a couple of those in during this uh, quarantine season. What about That's you? Awesome. What's your third pick? That's awesome. Um, for me, it's uh, Dishonored. Um, huh. Okay. It's, it's a uh, it's a really fun game. Um, it's kind of like the sneak. Uh, it's a sneak assassin game with hmm. fantasy and magical elements to it. Um, basically, you're uh, exactly that a sneaky assassin. Who mm-hmm. um, the gameplay essentially you have a goal of like who you need to kill. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it follows a storyline of like a series of people that you need to kill in order to get like a certain goal. Um, and you have some uh, like magical powers, like heightened senses, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I think it was just such a like different type of game, you know. Because yeah. usually, like the Metal Gear Solid type games, is like you're just a sneaky agent, but there's yeah. no like fantastical element to it, um, right. where you're like flying. Well, not flying, but like you know, leaping here and there. So, um, yeah, when I played it, I was like, wow, this is a lot of fun. One of those games where, like, um, while you're, like, in the level, it's very hard to get out because you're like, oh, man, I'm, my, my mental space is so specific right now and how I want to, <laughs> like, approach this level. Like, right. Because based on whether you, like, just go guns blazing versus, like, not touching a single person – like the yeah. story kind of changes because of how you oh, approach it. So it's a really fun one and very innovative. So um, the sun is my third place. What about okay. you? Next one. Fourth for me um, is Left 4 Dead 2. Um, it's, Ooh. yeah, it's a multiplayer game that um, basically it's, uh, it's a four on four. It's survivors versus zombies. Um, so, you know, survive like survivors, you're these humans who are, you know, who have guns and things that are trying to basically survive and, like, escape this zombie, like, apocalypse, right? Or or escape into safety. Yeah. Um, and then, the yeah, the multiplayer element um, involves, like, you can actually play as these special zombies. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, regular zombies that are easy to kill, but obviously, like, there can be, like, a ton of them. But then there's these special zombies where they each have, like, like a different role essentially like right. um and that oh man i put it i put a ton of hours into that too and i think it's super fun when you're like especially if you have um a full party of eight people um uh-huh. and you're just trying to like um like essentially like scare each other and trying to yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah um it, it it and it's also like a score-based game so in the multiplayer like 
um, you get points based off of how far you go as a survivor. Mm. So, like, let's say, like, the zombies killed you, like, early on. Then it's like, oh, okay, like, we're going to stomp them, you know? Um, so it's interesting for sure. Um, yeah. I think that that also has a lot of replayability. I don't even, I don't know if they've, I don't think they'll, they've announced anything about, like, a new one. So I'm a little bit sad about that. But yeah. at the same time, like, Left 4 Dead 2 is definitely a classic for me. Yeah, dude. Um, I still have it on my Steam account. Like, I haven't oh, played nice. it in so long. Dude, we should uh, try to see if anyone's down to play a game or two. <laughs> Get together. Dude, for sure. Yeah, I think I, I have some people that we can pull together for it. Ah, nice. Yeah. What's your next one? Uh, the, the next one is um, kind of like a classic, I guess. The um, It's The Last of Us. Mm. Uh, I only recently really played and finished it um probably like two or three months ago Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean truly one of those games where like the story itself and the character development in the story like Mm -hmm. um is really quite amazing um especially for its time i think it was really one of those first like uh immersive types of video games where like just mm-hmm. the the world around you was so realistic and the 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 face, facial features and um yeah of all the characters was so hyper realistic and um i you know i know that last the last of us 2 is coming out i think got delayed because of the virus ironically oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah. but uh i mean dude I'm really excited that one, but it looks way more complicated because, like, dude, the the graphics are like fifty times more realistic than even mm-hmm. the first one, which is already realistic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it was just such a fun game to play. Like, um, in the same way, I wanted to continue watching a TV show. Like, kind of the same idea. Like, I wanted to see the story progress and play through mm. it. So. Um, yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, and I know that one won a lot of awards um, too, yeah. so, and for good reason I've heard. So, yeah, um, it makes sense. Yeah, what's your what's your uh, last one, Jesse? My last one um, is Counter Strike, um, another ah, one from yes. Steam. Um, it's a classic, um, and I I I, late, I list Counter Strike, and I think for me it was one point five that I really got into back then. Mm. Um, that and also Condition Zero. Uh, but I think, yeah, but I think Counter-Strike, um, and it's still around, you know, like it's still being played at, and there's still like high level esports competitions with like huge prize pools for it. Um, but like, it's, it's probably like the classic like shooter game, you know, like it, a lot of, a lot of shooter games have based their gameplay based off of Counter-Strike yeah. um, or used it as like a model and template to either like try and improve on or like try and be different from it you know um but counter-strike i think is is the 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 original base template for it all um and i've definitely sunk my plenty of hours into that and also um yeah just uh just playing a lot of custom games on there too like with like crazy mods and stuff was also super fun so um yeah, yeah. Counter Strike. Counter Strike for me. Um, I think I've been playing. I, I played it in middle school. I would say um, is when I started. So pretty yeah, crazy, dude. Yeah. That that game like brought so many of my friends together. Like it's crazy. Right? I remember. Yeah, like also like I think in middle school we had a youth church wide like land party, which is the biggest land party I ever had. We, I think like thirty people brought their like Oof. laptops or desktops to church. And then we That's set it up crazy. in the different rooms and like played. Even like our youth leaders like brought their computers to play too, which yeah. is so crazy. And man, yeah. like some of the funnest times, seriously. Yeah, for sure. What What about you? What's your last pick? Uh, my last pick is um, I I think it is my like favorite game. Um, one of my first games I played was Bioshock, the first one. Mm. Um, uh, I really love both Bioshock 1 and Bioshock 3, Bioshock Infinite. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think the first one definitely is more complex and longer and more, uh, Mm kind of has more, what's the word, like playability, replayability, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but yeah man i think it's uh got some hell- horror elements to it and definitely a really interesting storyline um and kind of a one of the most unique worlds you get to play in like an underwater mm. steampunk like where there's like pseudo zombie but not really just drugged up and crazy people trying to attack you yeah while there's like a yeah. you know mastermind behind all of it who you don't know who it is it's like it's a very interesting game um and yeah man like definitely spent a lot of time playing it taking my time just going through every corner of the whole map um just yeah just really living in the world so to speak you know so mm-hmm. yeah just uh always holds a place in my heart for sure yeah I, it's really interesting for me if, to see both of our lists and what we've kind of put yeah especially you know we didn't talk about we didn't do this this um session on you know superlatives and categories but even then i can look and see like the kind of categories that we've picked and yeah you know i think that does speak to our gaming careers right like or our gaming experience um you know you're it it looks like you've really invested into a lot of like good storytelling games Mm -hmm. a lot of single players um obviously you have that niche for like horror stuff too Mm -hmm. but for me i've mostly stuck with like multiplayer games um right and yeah it's it's interesting for sure really is um so we we just kind of covered games that are you know part of series and kind of the individual ones that stand out to us but i think what's pretty fitting for um a wreck of the week and something related to the many hours we have in quarantine is uh Mm-hmm. a series of games to kind of jump into during this quarantine. Um, I, I can go first for this one. Um, sure. This is also very nostalgic and actually also more on the storytelling side. And it's not action. It's it's actually, um, Jesse, have you heard of the Monkey Island series? I don't think so, actually. Yeah, it's by, um, it's actually by LucasArts, and it's a very old game, I think 80s. It was originally, like, kind of, I don't remember my bits, but, like, I think it's 8-bit or 6, I don't know. It's basically very pixelated. Probably Um, 8-bit. Yeah, and it was, like, just, you know, not a really pleasing to look at game. Probably was back then, but, um, Mm -hmm. again cousins had a huge influence on my affinity for certain types of games so they would play this all the time and they I, it was one of the games where i loved watching my cousins play like i i i'd go to their house because i want to watch them play and right. um kind of in the past few years they re-released those games in high def like in cartoon version right uh, mm-hmm. and it's a very fun game. It's like a lot of jokes. It's com- funny. Um, it's about like pirates basically. And hmm. you're just the character. And there's, I think there's like four of them, but the first two are really the, I don't want to say canon, but kind of the ones that trailblaze the time, I guess. Um, but it's just a lot of fun. Like it's about pirate ghost pirates and like uh, tra- tracking treasures and mm. a lot of uh st- kind of strategy but kind of strategy navigating the story more so um puzzle solving so you know it's definitely not like a intense game to play but one of those games you can just kind of relax and you know play through in your spare time so monkey island is it for me how about you wow throwing it back to classic that's really interesting yeah oh man for me um i guess i will say if you're a like console player um or a handheld game player um throwing it back to the original pokemon games Mm. um yeah i think i think that's probably the only game that i really played a lot of um that was outside the computer right so and that's obvious like there's so many titles now from the original like red and blue all the way now to i don't even know what what (laughs) what they're called xy or i don't even know. know um but there, there's a lot of Pokemon games that will um, def- that you can definitely sink a lot of time into. Um, so I think Pokemon, like, 
you know, it's been around since like the 90s, um, Mm. you know, as both a game and a show. And there's so many Pokemon there. I think it's it's close to a thousand now. I don't think it's hit a thousand, but I think it's getting pretty close, which, you know, we started with the original 150 and that was seems crazy at the time, but um pokemon is a good one um and there's uh, other titles too like pokemon go if you want a like a mobile version that is like still fun um but like a lot more simple Uh, but if you want like one to spend like a lot of hours in and it's pretty complex then the original pokemon titles yeah for sure good choices yeah, uh, thank you guys again for tuning in with us, and we hope um, you guys have been doing okay during this quarantine um, season, and and we hope that our our sessions have been helpful. And and yeah, um, have you played any of these games, or even our previous sessions? Um, did they help with your, you know, uh, teach you something new or or show you something new that you didn't hear about before? Um, if so, let us know. Um, you can let us know on our Instagram um, at Just Try Pod. Um, we post a couple times a week just of uh, our new session as well as what we're recommending, both drinks and um, topic-wise. And yeah, uh, we want to. We would love to hear from you guys. Um, but yeah, we uh, you know play more games to stay at home uh, through this season until we can kind of get through it. Yep, absolutely. Um, listeners, stay safe as every week. Um, just uh, hope you guys are able to pass your time well and mm. wisely. <laughs> um, and video games is definitely wise, right, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 some sort of wise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, listeners, thanks again for listening. And as always, we will see you next time. See you.